Step into your authentic self and find genuine power with Gina Gardiner, number one international best-selling author, motivational speaker, empowerment coach, and transformational leadership trainer. Gina suffered a serious accident at 29, leaving her paralyzed and learning how to walk not once but twice. It's not the challenges which define us, but what we do with them. You are not broken and you are enough. Gina has dedicated her life to helping people recognize that you have a choice to be happy, to be successful, and to live life full of joy and fulfillment. Access your inner resources to live life fearlessly. Find your true purpose and feel self-confident. Connect with Gina Gardiner at genuinely-u.com. That's Gina Gardiner at genuinely-u.com. Hello, everyone. Um, my name's Gina Gardner, and I'm joined today by Deborah Thorne, who is someone that I recently met on LinkedIn. And we've created a, a relationship which is uh, gradually getting stronger and deeper as we get to know one another. And we've set up these monthly programs, which are called Genuine Dialogues. Now, I'm in the UK. I live in Colchester, the oldest town in the UK. And Deborah lives in the States. And what part of our conversations have come out of the fact that here are two women who are very, very passionate about helping women step into their power. But there are cultural changes, there are uh, geographical things that are different. And we decided that we would like to share with you our genuine dialogues. They're not scripted, they're gonna take us where they take us. And you're going to get to see who we are and how our relationship deepens over time. Now, tonight is our inaugural meeting, so thank you very much for joining us, whether you're on the live show or you're actually listening to a recording. We'd love to know what you think, and we'd love to hear and see your comments. But tonight, we're going to be introducing ourselves to you um, in the context of this, um, of this program, because we're both going to use it within our own websites and our own social media. So I'd like to welcome you to this, our first inaugural show. Um, and for me, it's really special, get an opportunity to, um, to develop a, a relationship with a wonderful woman who is Deborah Thorne. And I'm going to let her um, introduce herself and tell you a bit about her story, who she is, where she's come from, what's important to her. So over to you. Thank you so much, Gina. And let's start with you said good evening, let me say good morning. I yes. am in Los Angeles, California, and it is 10 o'clock in the morning here. So that's one of the first things that Gina and I had to work out is like, what is the timing gonna be like? And I am so happy for this opportunity. We have, as she said, we met each other on LinkedIn. So let us understand that social media is more than twerking cats, okay? That you can really make social media work. It's not a silver bullet, but it allows for relationships. It allows you to meet people who are like-minded and that's what she and I gathered around. So let me again introduce myself. I'm Deborah Thorne. I'm the information diva. I call myself America's CEO, not CEO coach. I'm an author, trainer, uh, coach and speaker. I primarily work with motivated women over the age of 50 who are working to transition from employee to entrepreneur. 
I help demystify business principles and systems and encourage these ladies to do business like a woman, not like a man, CEO, not CEO. And so I know the question that's in your mind, what is doing business like a woman different than doing business like a man? So let me give you the answer I give men, okay, they, when they ask me that question. Well, when I'm holding a business meeting with a woman, if she needs to bring her baby or small child, she is more than welcome to do so. Because I know that her commitment to motherhood is equally as strong as her commitment to business. And I say, whichever one of us is not writing, that's the one who gets to hold the baby. And then I smile and say, so can a lady bring her baby to your business meeting? And of course the answer is no. And we, we move on. So that's really kind of like what I work with. I am really wanting women to absolutely step in their power to recognize who they are. Um, you know, like, you know, we have specific systems that we go through. But more importantly, I want to get to know the women who are watching this and the few enlightened men who have joined us as well. But I want to get, I'm getting to know Gina more and more. I want you to get to know Gina. I want you to get to know me. I want you to know that the conversations truly are genuine. So if you hear us make a mistake or we have to go back, you'll know that it was just where we were, were in the moment. And while we're there, I have to say this, our president recently visited the UK, and I thank you for your graciousness. I hope he behaved, because he is not known for always behaving. But please, thank you so much for welcoming us. We want to be sure that Gina and I work to continue to have this dialogue and to have the friendship that the United States and the UK have shared for so many years. And we're not going to let one individual mess that up. So anyway, <laughs> enough of the politics. So Gina, I'm going to turn it back over to you. So thank you very much. Um, I also um, am an author and uh, a coach. I'm a, a motivational speaker. And my work is all around empowerment. Um, transformational leadership and empowerment and to that end I've got a membership group called Thriving uh, Not Surviving um, and that's all about people supporting one another mainly women but again some enlightened men through the Thrive Tribe and within that there is a whole structured program of personal and spiritual development and I'm very excited I've just finished a leadership program it's going to be the iron lady or iron man of leadership because it's about digging deep into your personal um, way of being because the, I think going back to your comment about the, our recent visit, I think the quality of leadership is so poor and I think we really need to do something different. Um, and I'd like to see leadership that is enlightened based on compassion. Doesn't mean you have to be weak, but compassion, care, based on love rather than fear, if you like. And for me, it's about developing the spiritual matriarchs of the future. So, the women, I work mainly with women, although uh, also with men, because I think we've got to be careful that this is not about vilifying men. This is about if we are standing in our power, and I think it's time to do that, my power does not diminish your power or anybody else's. My power enables you to feel more powerful rather than diminishing you. But all of the techniques and the strategies that I created came out of um, something that many people would find to be quite negative. I had a serious ski accident in 1983. At that time, 
I was about to become the principal of a large um, uh, junior high school. And I was there for uh, over 20 years. And most of the time I ran uh, the school from my wheelchair. Um, I can now walk, I've had an internal spinal stimulator, although I still use a wheelchair when I'm out and about. The gift of the disability was that I had to find a way where people would take responsibility for their own performance and collective responsibility for other people's. That it was very successful can be seen that the school was on uh, the HMI Her Majesty's inspector route. Um, a hundred they every year they choose a hundred schools and the best schools in the country and we were on that list twice during my tenure wow. i'm very proud of that congratulations I, thank you so since then i've used the strategies and principles myself and they, they work in any context so i i've worked with uh, countless businesses and organizations teams and individuals and these techniques work but I think it's interesting, when we first started talking, you and I, one of the things that I think drew us together is that actually we may uh, dress it differently, but actually you and I are coming from very similar places with very similar core values about this is time to step up, to recognise that you are powerful beings when you are being genuinely, authentically who you are. And I think for me, um, this conversation, this dialogue that we are creating has come out of our desire to help other people recognize they're not broken, that they are powerful beings when they choose to step there. Absolutely. Yay. Wonderful introduction. Thank you. So, so now the audience knows a little bit about me and a little bit about you. So I'd like to know more about your story. Um, I know what you're doing now, but how did you come to be there? Wow. Okay. So, you know, like all of us, we have a background story. Um, well, let me see. Where do we kind of start? Okay. So I uh, did all the things your mother told you to do. You know, I got married, got a good job, got an education and all that. I went to work for the state of California, a really a good civil service job, if that's the area. But unfortunately, extremely stressful. So at age 36, I had a heart attack at my desk, okay? Oh, goodness. Literally, <laughs> yes, okay. Went home for six months, came back to work. They carried me out on the stretcher again after three months. And I'm like, look, you people are trying to kill me. Let me go home and take care of myself, which is what I did. And as I tell people, so I retired at age 37, believe it or not. And I tell people, yeah, retirement is fun at the beginning, and then you get really bored. So what am I going to do now that I'm sitting home? Um, I continue to do things like I've always been a youth leader and worked with children. I was good at helping my friends choose businesses to go into and do things. And one of my volunteer activities took me to prisons for children. Um, where we went and did spiritual weekends with them. And from that, I became a, a mediator. And, you know, we talked about that as well, that um, I wanted to really know why mediation wasn't in my community, that I heard in other communities, kids who had created, had done crimes, 
could go to mediation and have this taken off their records rather than having this follow them. And I wanted to bring it to my community. And so I set on a quest to learn about mediation. Here, if a person wants to call themselves a mediator, it is expected that they have 25 to 30 hours training. I have over 250 hours training because I wanted to be sure that I knew what I was talking about and that I could go ahead. So set up a company, Kids First Conflict Resolution and Training Services, and we went in schools teaching kids how to use words instead of their hands or worse, because oftentimes the bullying, the fighting, you know, all that, it gets to be too much and gets in the way of education. And we were doing very successful, doing very well. I had employees on several campuses here in Los Angeles, and we were doing well. And then the recession hit, okay? Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, schools have to make a choice. And their choice was we need to let consultants go. And so that was really kind of devastating and to me and to my employees, but what I did was I came home and I started tinkering with this thing, the Information Diva, which I had kind of been playing with on the side. And I said, okay, you've got to make some money. So this is what you do. So I have authored more than eight books. Um, it includes a book on bullying for parents uh, and both in English and Spanish. And we have a version for educators and a version for teen leaders um, because I believe you don't have to tolerate bullying. There's something you can do about it. Yeah. Tell people all the time. It's very, very simple. It's just not easy. And unfortunately, we here have another terrible problem. And I have been trained to and provide training, teaching young people what to do in case of an active shooter. It breaks my heart, but you don't want to leave the children on their own. They need to know what to do. And once again, step into their power. You don't have to sit back and be a victim. There's yeah. some actions that you can take to keep yourself safe. All we need you to do is, you know, I tell my time, you just have to stay alive 15 minutes, okay? Yeah. The cavalry is coming and they're coming in hot and heavy, but you have to stay alive those for first 15 minutes. So stop doing that. Then I started doing uh, the Information Diva, which is like wrangling kittens again, because working with women who are primarily over 50, they have done work in whatever area they have. Um, they're looking at retiring or getting ready for it and realizing that all of their planning and the money they save may not be quite enough. It's not going to be like I thought it was going to be. I, you know, planned, I saved, but the cost of living has continued to go up. And quite frankly, when we're ready to retire at 65, 66, you're still very young. I'd like to say we're very, very young. Okay. Do you know so that you, what you, go ahead, sorry. sorry. They did some research about okay. when we are at our optimum in terms of our capacity to solve problems, to see the patterns in things, to actually um, get get move into a solution before the problem becomes entrenched. And the age where we are at our optimum as women is 66. Yay! <laughs> okay. I'm 66. <laughs> well, you know, I got you beat. I just had, oh, let me think about it, my 68th birthday. So, yeah. <laughs> but they were you. saying how if you look at through the ages where, you know, you were old at 50, that's Absolutely. the thing. And you look now uh, on the media, you look at the news and you see 
um, men and women who are in their 60s and their 70s and they really are in their prime they are oh, absolutely they are so capable of being productive maybe not as productive physically but they've got smarter instead of working harder so absolutely well no no absolutely this is a genuine dialogue remember okay so and, and that's the point what i help women to understand is somebody valued your skill somebody yeah. valued your knowledge because they paid you for it now take those skills that knowledge generate a, a system that pays you pays you for what you know and so that's what i really work with women because you know we'd hate to think that we worked this hard and got this far and then we're not going to be able to continue to live like we planned to one of the worst things i hate i hear people saying and i say change your wording well you know i can't do that i'm retired or i'm on social security i said do you really want that to be your legacy really you know what that says to me is if you have a spot you know you need an extra three four hundred dollars a month or a thousand dollars a month or whatever figure out a way to generate it. I'm not saying go out and get another job. We're, we're done with jobs. Yeah. Let's figure out a way to, to make this happen. And that's what I work with women doing. So, you know, I, uh, we, I had the pleasure of helping to launch eight first-time authors this past year. Really? was like, yeah, in a collaboration book. It was like really exciting because here are women who wanted to write a book and weren't sure they could and it's like hey just write your little piece and you're an author okay so we did that i'm really pleased with that i've had the opportunity to take some women to the caribbean to learn to do international business we're going back to the bahamas the first quarter of next year so i'm excited about that um i work with people teaching them how to write their books quickly you know Yes. I have a system that helps you get your book done in 90 days if you follow it, okay? Yes. And I always laugh and say my client who got it done the quickest got her book done in a week. I don't advise after anybody because it, you know, it made me anxious, made her anxious, but she had a real strong why and she got it done. Yes. Um, and then lately I've been working with women and men, surprisingly, they're very interested in this, in creating ways to generate money while you sleep. So taking the knowledge and skills that you have and turning them into information products that can be sold worldwide while you sleep, they're still out there making money. So those are the kinds of things that I'm focusing on, but always the wellness, the well-being of women and therefore the world as a whole. I, I personally believe that if as women step into their power, we're going to change the way this world has been operating because it has not been operating in our best interest. Oh, we don't want to best interest. Well, you know, well, let's be selfish. It doesn't. We don't want to send our children off to war. We, we, there's another way. Women of all cultures and religions can sit down and have a conversation. Yes. We do this, okay? And so that needs, in my opinion, that needs to be the way we run the world women sitting down having a dialogue if you will a genuine dialogue yeah. talking about the tough things talking about laughing about the easy things laughing about the stuff that is really out there but having a conversation opening up understanding why it is we talk to one another who we are where we're going 
I think I, I absolutely agree with you. And one of the things going back to you, you know, when you were talking about women who have done their job and then uh, are, are of a formal retirement age and yet have so much expertise and experience and skills and talents and creativity to offer. One of the things that I've noticed, and I'd be interested in your take, is how many of those women, despite having very successful careers, having brought children up successfully, their sense of self-worth is only measured by what other people say about them or pay them, rather than who am I? And let's look at those amazing um, traits and talents and things that I have. Yeah, of course I've got wobbly bits and all, and, and you know, gravity's had its wicked way, and you know, some of the things have gone south. Um, my sister and I have this theory that, you know, the little tins of pilchards that have the key, we should have a key mm -hmm. there and, it, you know, every six months to a quarter turn. So everything <laughs> gets pulled up. Um, yeah. But it, it, isn't it interesting how many women, when you talk to them, have imposter syndrome, who believe that they themselves haven't got um, the strength and the power and the charisma, um, they think they're going to be found out because deep down they don't yes. love and like themselves. And I think that's so sad because you are not broken. You don't need fixing. You just need to love who you are. And every relationship is going to be a reflection of the relationship that you have with yourself. Absolutely. And just today, because we do keep this timely, there was a news article about an article written about Madonna and See, the media keeps perpetuating this, and I don't think that they even are aware of it because the article was written by a young woman, and throughout the article, she refers to that Madonna is good, looks good for a 60-year-old woman. She's doing great for a 60-year-old woman. Although her body parts aren't quite right, she looks, it's like, wow, really? That's okay, okay, but, but. True to form, Madonna fought back, okay? Good. So it's like, no, no, no. But, you know, you think about it, we're, that's not the reinforced, you know, value for us. It's that, okay, now, especially as we're getting older, okay, now you're uh, 60, whatever, and so you're not as valuable. One of the days, not today, we're going to have a conversation about being invisible. Yes. I find myself being invisible. I'm like, wait a minute way too much girl here, way too much personality. You will not pretend you don't see me. Really? It's okay. interesting because we're talking about women of, of 60s, but this mm -hmm. is true of women in their teens, 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 90s, and it's mm -hmm. got to change. Well, yes, we have to start writing our own stories. Yeah. yeah. That's why I encourage people to write. Okay. Yes. When I encourage a woman to write a book, it's a couple, first of all, it's really for her. Get through it. Get your story out there. You will feel better. You write the narrative. Don't let somebody else tell yeah. your story. They can't I tell, you know. Choose, choose to be the heroine in your book. Absolutely. Okay. Give, give yourself I, a great part. <laughs> I always tell people, you can never blackmail me because if you were going to tell me you were going to blackmail me, I said, what you going to talk about? Oh, let me tell that story. Oh, I can tell it much better than you because I was there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, let, you know, I want women to tell their story. I want you to live your truth. I want you to choose the best life you think. Absolutely. And live it. Okay. And just live it. 
So I'm kind of timekeeper. We got a couple of more minutes, Gina. What do we want to say as we wrap up? I think that what would be useful is if we both let our, our viewers know where they can find out more information about us. So my website is genuinely, and then a little dash hyphen, the word you.co. That's genuinely hyphen you.co. There's loads of free resources on there. There's a TV show. You can get a free digital download of the latest number one best-selling book. There's loads and loads and loads. And you'll find these genuine dialogues. That's where they're going to go from my side. So how about you? Okay. So for me, it, you know, I am the information diva. So you will find my website, theinformationdivaonline.com. And I encourage you to email me because that's the best way to get me. And that would be TID standing for the information diva at the information diva online.com. But I'm kind of laughing because we'll, we'll put it out on social media, but our own tribes will get it in their feed. But it's all good. We want that information out. And I really yes. want to hear from people. Yes. I do too, and they can do that through the website. But what I would also really urge people to do is to share this, to get women to join us. doesn't matter what age they are. It doesn't matter what their background is. This is about helping people, men as well, step into being genuinely, powerfully who they are. And together we can make such a difference, and we really need it. So I'd like to say a huge thank you very much for this first inaugural um, uh, program. And I'm looking forward to the, to the next one. So thank you very much. Me too. Have a wonderful evening on that side of the pond. And you have a great <laughs> Yes, I will. Thank you so very much. And we'll talk to our audience the next time. Thank you very much. Bye-bye now. You've just been listening to another great Genuinely You podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. Genuinely You is a culmination of Gina's work, spanning over 30 years of helping people learn what makes them feel happy and truly fulfilled and how to achieve it. Please visit genuinely-you.com today to find out more.